So welcome back to How You Slice It podcast. Uh, our guest opened Nardo's Pizza in 2020, quickly making it a local favorite in St. Joseph's, Michigan. Featuring a Detroit-style pizza, of course, Nardo's is known for its creative visual recipe approach and fun menu items like the Meat Wad, What Up Dough, and Yo Tito. These are all very fun creations that we'll, we'll cover. Uh, One Pie even features crickets. I will have to try that, but I don't know if I want to try that. It's not bad. It's not uh, bad. The vibe of Nardo's is also throwing back to the pizzerias I grew up with, including having a complete arcade. Nardo seems to have created a truly special pizzeria in his community i'm excited for you to be here welcome nardo uh it's so great having you on the show right around thank you thank you to get things going you know i want to get into the the creativity of uh of your pizza like talk a little bit more about the concept and how you came up with uh with the idea of creating such creative menu items uh tell me a little bit more about st joseph's michigan and then i want to talk about crickets okay oh well i guess how it raises you so south of michigan is a is a little corners. Some say it's a little, you know, behind the curve with the time. Um, that being said, um, I'm living in this beautiful place, Southwest Michigan, that has Lake. We're sitting on Lake Michigan, which is like living on the west coast of California. So no sharks, no salt, salt in the water, and stuff like that. So, um, long story short, I come from a musical background, working in entertainment, so. When I was doing this pizza idea, instead of just calling it a Supreme or, you know, like a, a deluxe and like, we're not reinventing the wheel with naming pizzas, but we just tried to be creative and name stuff after like local bands from Detroit or artists that I've known, like Black Joe Lewis, who, who's from Austin, Texas, which I lived there for a while, as well as LA. So just having, you know, living all over the country and just trying food and just seeing how Things work everywhere. That kind of brought a little piece of here in Tenardo's. So it's a collection of of the you know different places you've been and kind of bringing it all together on a on a menu. But what made you get into uh, pizza? Okay, that's another crazy thing. So I, I, as a kid, I worked at pizza places. You know, I worked at Buddy's, which is like you know known for the Detroit style pizza. I grew up working there. There was another place that made New York style pizzas, which we also make in our place. You know, thin, big slices. And I, when I lived in LA, even working in entertainment, you know, you need a job because you know you're not making money in music right away. Blah blah blah. So I was working in the culinary field, culinary artist for a little while. Um, so I worked at Dino's Pizza in California. They taught me a lot of the business. And, you know, using high quality ingredients and the best of everything. So when I moved back to Michigan after 15, 20 years of being gone, I was doing street tacos, which I learned from Texas and in California. And so I had this friend that was that asked us to do a pop up at his place when he was getting ready to open a pizza place. So we did that for a month while he was building his pizza place out. And unfortunately, during that time, he passed away. And then his other partner was like, hey, you know, I don't know what I'm doing here. Would you like to join forces with the pizza? So that being said, we, we joined forces and we built this little cult following. And during that time, I took all, obviously, what I learned from, you know, working in Michigan as a kid in pizza places, working from Dino's Pizza, you know, and then all the creative from being in entertainment and all that stuff, just put it all into one and, and the pizza just happened. And we did it in this little town of Broda that I've never heard of living in Michigan in my whole life, but apparently it's known as a little wine country. It's like little Napa, but it's a little more country. So we started bringing a lot of people from far to come to this pizza stop and then COVID came and then we kind of dissolved that project. And then during while we're in the middle of COVID, 
around October, I got a call from the guy that's on these two restaurants downtown where we're currently located. I'm in the business business of this place. And he's like, hey, we got this pizza oven. Do you still want to do pizza and start something up? And I'm like, sure. What else are we doing? You know, the country's still kind of closed down at this point. So that being said, um, yeah, so it's like, let's call it Nardo's. And so I kind of made it more me instead of just pizza kind of like put a lot of myself into to the product you know have a good quality food and bring in retro arcade games like actually 40 year old 50 year old pinball machines like that coin operated some from germany so we even have a live music venue in our spot so we're trying to i mean it's a cool vibe and we're about an hour and a half from chicago driving so two hours from detroit so we're like in a good spot you know not too far from indiana so that's incredible it's good yeah. One of the common themes that I hear all the time from successful operators and successful businesses is that they're not trying to be somebody else. Uh, anytime no. I come across or meet a great operator uh, with a successful business, what I constantly hear is that they definitely got inspired by different aspects of the industry. But at the end of the day, they created a business that is authentic and speaks to what you love and your passions. And and then that comes across in the product and the experience, and that's that's what makes people really love it. But tell me, crickets, like how did how did we end up with crickets? Um, yeah, well, speaking of what you just finished up, people have said that yeah, our product does have soul, so it definitely makes a big point when people put their heart into it. What crickets came about is um we've created over probably 157 pizzas, and which we call our secret menu pizzas that we actually only feature on the slice menu. So we posted on Instagram, you know, hey, this pizza of the week, as I get to the crickets, um, you know, pizza, I go secret menu, but to only find the secret menu, you have to use the Slice app, so that's where we put our secret menu app. That being said, after creating so many, we're coming up to April's Fools, and I was like, well, let's create this pizza called, like, Buddy Holly and the Crickets. So I kept putting little hints out, like, you know, Cricket Wireless, we're changing the name of the business to Cricket Wireless, and then... On April's Fool, we said we got Buddy Holly in the crickets. No one believed it. And then it's like, okay, fine. We sold two. Surprised us all. We got these roasted crickets, and then we roasted them in garlic. They're very edible. We get them from a food source. We're not out in our backyard picking these crickets up. So, yeah, so then it ended up making our permanent menu. So it's called Buddy Holly. We obviously don't need to say the crickets if you read it. So that with a little Mike's Honey. Roasted tomatoes and some fresh basil and um, caramelized onions. I mean, it's a delicious pizza and it's also vegetarian friendly. So, I mean, like, what more can you ask for with that one? So, all right. How, how many of these do you sell per week? Surprisingly, um, it took about four months for it to kick in, but we do, I do about three or four, maybe five. But then, I mean, out of one of those, one might be hold the crickets. And that's kind of funny, you know, when you get a ticket back there, it says no crickets. So it's it's pretty. It is funny. I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. I've got to I've got to look at some slice orders for Nardos to see how many customers say hold the crickets or or yeah. better off extra crickets. That I have not had yet. So <laughs> I have not had the extra. Waiting for that one, or I'm waiting for someone to create your own and add crickets on because it is part of our item. So it's a topic. Okay, like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we have 32 toppings, kind of like Baskin Robbins used to be 32 flavors. There, so. there you go. Uh, how did you How did you end up with uh, sorry Detroit style pizza? You know, I know you're you're bringing the, it's it's by the way an incredibly popular now, but yeah. it wasn't so popular probably even when you started. It's I'm sure it was a bit of a risk, but 
It is one of those styles of pizzas that is just thriving across different parts of the country. How did you land on, on Detroit style? Well, see, on that one, see, we grew up eating that pizza. And as your kid, you, or like you're in Chicago, like, hey, let's order Chicago pizza. So we always called it a pan pizza or red, you know, sauce on top. So one of the things when we put this pizza place together that I did want to do something that I grew up with. Yes, it became a trendy thing. So on my menu, I call it a red top because I try not to ride the Detroit pizza wave because at the end of the day, it's pizza. I mean, when I wanted pizza, I just, I mean, I asked for a pan or, you know, a, a round pizza. So we just thought, I mean, it's a good pizza, good quality. I mean, it's, I don't know how to describe it. I mean, it's, it's a delicious pizza, obviously. Everybody, pizza places are calling themselves Detroit-style pizza places. So, I mean, I'm riding the wave with it. I'm very, I'm very, it's very cool that it's happening. But I think even without the buzz, because I grew up with that pizza and it is a delicious pizza, I think I was just going to have that anyway. And when I was at Broda, real quick, I did a round version of it because I didn't have the pants. So those were called round boys at the time, but built on a Detroit-style sauce on top and caramelized cheese crust. So. I really, really like the creativity, both in terms of naming, but also pretty clear sort of the visual aspects of it. We, I will, I will have a plug. We've got the Slice of the Union address, which is uh, a summary of all things pizza industry and, and what Slice sees from a data perspective. Last year's Slice of the Union predicted that pickles would be the most popular or fastest growing topping for, for pizza and pizza makers and consumers. Tell me a little bit more. You've got one that's quite special and it's very visual. Tell me more about uh, your version of the pickle pizza. See, that, that's pretty cool because see, when I started that, we called it the Little Dilly because it's like the dill. Um, and it's like kind of after Little Dicky, the rapper. Um, so we did that for about five years. When I actually saw it, uh, before it became like the buzz thing, there was a place in Pennsylvania, I guess, that actually started the thing. I believe I might be wrong, but like I sometimes you stay up late and you search YouTube and you just watch pizzas and it, it could take you all over the place. So we saw that it was like a cool thing and they dip it in ranch. And so we kind of like, you know, no one's reinventing the wheel. I get inspired, you know, influenced by many other creators out there, which is so, I mean, yeah, so we wrote that and then yeah now that sounds like pretty good too surprisingly i mean and we use good pickles too which i think it's about the pickle and the cheese and we try to make it more like like a fried pickle more than just like a pickle pizza kind of thing so yeah i mean the quality of the ingredients of course uh, yeah has a lot to do with it uh let's talk a little bit about community you, you hinted earlier you, you mentioned that you've got a space for performers tell me more about just your passion for community and what Nardo's means to the community you're you're operating in and some of the things that you're doing to bring people together. Well, a lot of things that um, we do, which is cool about pizza, because I would say pizza is the is item that does bring people together because you're like, oh, this pizza is great. Try a slice. You're not going to eat a burger and go, hey, man, this burger is good. Try a bite and start giving everybody bites of your burger. So, And it's also good, you know, for parties. So since pizza is this thing bringing people together, we do like to join with a lot of other community leaders or, you know, other venues, um, the restaurants that don't serve pizza or farmers that we collaborate. So we do a lot of collaborating with the community. And we also work with the youth, youth of today, you know, Boys and Girls Club kids and, you know, kids in inner city. We give them jobs or, you know, help them get some work experience. We, we do a lot of work experience programs with the state of Michigan and, and stuff like that. So 
we try try to give back and, and give more into the community. And so as far as like the music and the event and as the venue, that's more of our give back because I try to bring artists that are not really playing in the small town. But we live off 94, so everybody who's playing in Chicago or Detroit or Indianapolis, they're literally driving by. So we've been fortunate to bring some good talent through as well as starting to mix in the local talent too. So Who is uh, who is your favorite artist of all time? Man, like right now I would say it is I would say it's this guy Lou Barlow. I mean and he's in, he's in a group called Seven Home Folk Implosion. They did the soundtrack for the movie Kids. I don't know if anybody remember that from the 90s and the song called Natural One. But which was crazy in the 90s, I was looking up to this guy and I was like, oh, he recorded music in a certain way. And then the years later to be friends with, the, you know, so it's just how everything happens. We're just, it's a blessed life. But yeah, I would say him right now because if it wasn't for his music and and stuff, I probably wouldn't be in the direction on the path I've gone. So that makes sense. That's uh, that's incredible, and hopefully the next uh, Lou Barlow will uh, will get their start at Nardo's, and at some point they'll be able to say, "Hey, uh, in my early days, I played uh, I played at Nardo's." That would be pretty cool. And I have had, I've had had that with some artists in the past. I've I've been lucky to work with talent that who have started in the basement, who you've now all seen on TV. So well, tell I mean, me more. Tell me more. Oh, man, I would say, I mean, there's to be, like, like I said, I mentioned Black Joe Lewis. I mean, he's played on David Lennon, there's um, bands from Detroit. I mean, there's quite a few, but it's really, like I said, that's more about the pizza now. But a lot of them, hopefully they'll come through and play my venue. But, like, mostly a lot of my friends from Austin, Texas, like Jonathan Terrell, who's become a popular country artist, and he's starting to rise more. You'll start seeing, hearing about him more lately, soon, so... Amazing. Uh, what's in What's in the future for Nardos? Uh, you're You're in your fourth year, which is awesome. I can say with confidence that we really appreciate the partnership with Slice and on our platform. And we work with now twenty thousand small business shops. You are one of the fastest growing one of the one of the locations that serves customers and has incredibly high customer retention rate. So these are all data points of like great experiences. And I can, again, confidently say you're one of the top shops in the country and you're only four years in. Where are you four years from now? Yeah, it's, I hope to still be, you know, doing the same thing. And a lot of it requires that we're all hands-on and and it's and it's us you're dealing with when it comes to Nardo's Pizza. Whether it's the staff we have, we all, you know, we all know every position. We're all in this together. So as long as we have our heart and soul in it, which I don't see why we wouldn't. I mean, I hope, I mean, it's day by day, man. I'm blessed to, to have this day here to be able to do this, to have you call and order a pizza on slice at six in the morning and say, I want to pick up for 630 that night. You know, that's, that's a cool feeling right there. So, I mean, I don't know. We got endless possibilities. More Nardos or just one Nardos is just a great Nardos to go to that people are traveling to from all over the place. Because we do have people that do pizza tours that drive and make mine one of the stops out of their Michigan stops when there's so many. I mean, we have 4,000 pizza um, shops in, in Michigan. And, you know, to be featured on a lot of lists is one of the... One of the great, along with like my friends at Michigan Trumbo or Pie Sai or Town Hall. I mean, there's so many pizza places I can name here, but like it, it's a blessing. So where I'm gonna be in four years, I hope we're still here. In oh, you'll, you'll definitely, you'll yeah. definitely be there, uh, and hopefully more uh, more Nardo locations to come if uh, if that's part of your ambition. You are investing in technology pretty aggressively, and and you're one of the early adopters of 
any product Slice puts out there, uh, including well, yeah. our, our Slice Register product, how has how has that technology impacted your business? I mean, I will say that it speaking of the POS, I, watching that grow from like version one point I think we're at three or four or something now. I mean, I watching it grow, I mean, there's been a lot of pain part of it, but that's also the excitement to be a part of something that's growing and new, kind of like how Nardos is. So when we, you know, got the POS, we were like, oh, that's a weird, da, 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 but it's actually worked and, and fit in and made things smooth. I mean, there's a couple of things that, you know, I would like to see, but that's going to come with timing, you know, time, you know, maybe employee management or reporting but it seems like every time i get a feedback it, i eventually start to see it so i mean i apologize sometimes i get mad at the your text but you know but like i just oh, no, this don't, to don't apologize we're, we're growing together we're growing yeah. together and i think that feedback is very helpful and uh that clip alone even if it uh at, at the very least i'll make sure that we play it at a company town hall so that the team that's working on register which is an amazing team big team kind of hears it from you that uh you're kind of they're growing with you and vice versa, which is uh, which is pretty cool. I mean, like I said, this, this, I mean, I, I I feel like I could teach people this unit. I mean, I try to tell everybody other pizza shops, I'm like, you guys should really get the Slice POS. And they're like, oh, no, we like this company. We like this company. I go, but look what you're paying, you know. And then people that do their own delivery, which we want to do in the future. And I'm like, you can have the same setup, like a big chain where you can track your drivers. I mean, hopefully they'll start to bleed more, but like, it is a great device and, it, and I'm, I'm glad that it's here. And like I said, I mean, it definitely helped me get started because I, a lot of them are a little out the price range for especially someone that opened the door on the first day. So that being said, I mean, I've been appreciative of the whole thing. So appreciate that. Thank so. you so much. And that feedback is always helpful. And yeah, don't, don't let up. Just keep, uh, no. keep on providing the feedback. Um, it's been great, great chatting. Uh, mm-hmm. This was an awesome experience getting to learn more about you and, and Nardo's. And I'm sure the, the pizza community uh, that listens to the podcast will enjoy hearing more from you and getting that inspiration. Again, for me, the most important thing is creativity and authenticity, uh, staying true to yourself and, and you know, making a product that you're you're proud of. And I think the one other thing that is new here that I've learned in this conversation is the willingness to take risks and do things that are, you know, like the crickets. Uh, on a pizza like don't be afraid to take risks sometimes you'll never know where uh, where that takes you no for sure and and, and say on, on to that like growing up my mother said why be normal and to never be a robot and her new thing is to screw fear you know screw you can put fear. another word in front of the f word but it's basically don't be afraid i mean we get one life on this earth i mean you gotta might, might as well take the chance sure don't jump into a pit of fire but you know what I mean? If it looks clear, if you go for it. You never know. That's I love that. You That's, never know. That is a great way to end the episode. Uh, Nardo, thank you so much. Uh, oh, I appreciate it. It's been it. great to meet you. Great to put a face to uh, to the name and look forward to, to more exchanges on uh, on Instagram. Hey, you still got to come by sometimes. So. I absolutely will. I promise. I promise. Come in the summer. I'm telling you. You'll love the lake and I will. it's great times. I will. Thank you. Thank you.